You're listening to a Beautiful Life Podcast, a lifestyle pod for the girls who want to embrace all areas of life from mindset to aesthetics and everything in between. I'm your host, Kaylee Karcher, and every Monday I'll be serving you entertainment, inspiration, realness, and a little bit of tough love to give you the tools to live your version of a beautiful life from the inside out. Hello guys, welcome to A Beautiful Life Podcast. I am your host Kaylee and as you can see by the title we have a special guest Jay Baby here today. I'm back. He's back. Um, he's very excited to be back. This is the opportunity of a lifetime for him. And we also have two other special guests, Larry and Tony, our two labs, who are sitting right beside us just for some authenticity. If you hear some jingling collars, if you hear some heavy panting, if you hear some dog crying sounds because they start playing then that's why so we really wanted to keep an authentic environment during this episode as you can see because you clicked on it it is about raising puppies and resources and tips for raising dogs we are not professionals we're not vets we're not experts we're not trainers but we do have obsessions with our dogs and we do a lot of research and we try really hard to just give them the best life possible and also the best life for us which means not destroying our furniture and taking all measures that we possibly can so that doesn't happen we want our dogs to be as healthy as possible and so we wanted to just give you guys some tips and tricks on how to live life with puppies and this has been a long time coming this episode we wanted to do this before we even got tony but I just kept like we knew we wanted a second dog this year. So I wanted to wait until after because the puppy stage is very hard. So I wanted to like kind of get out of the woods with that before we did another episode about raising dogs. And so the time has come. Tony is six months old today. Well, not today. Like uh, as we speak. Four days. <laughs> oh, in four days? Yeah, four days. Oh, I thought he was like past six months. No, no, he's about to um, be. Wow, I'm a shit dog parent. Yeah, you're trash. <laughs> but um, we wanted to just do a little episode about this because I've had people ask me on Instagram, um, like anyone who's gotten like a second dog and knows that I just got a second dog, people have reached out. So we wanted to just have a little episode all about our tips and tricks for raising dogs. As an accolade that I can give you, Larry has flown in a plane, he has been in a commercial, he always gets compliments for being the goodest boy, and I think that's because we just, we're so, like, we're just so close with our dogs, like, we spend, especially with, like, COVID and everything, as everyone experienced, we spent so much time walking outside, because that was the only thing we can do, so, like, and we love going on walks, and just spending time and giving our dogs the best possible life. So that's why I wanted to get into this. Do you have anything to add? Um, We just put a lot of work in with Larry. Like to get him to become a registered service dog was like, he really has to be able to behave himself. So we, at least in that part, take it pretty seriously. Like I spent a lot of hours training him and I'm spending a lot of hours training Tony slowly. Um, But yeah, I mean, it, it was uh, it was hard work, but it was worth it. Yeah, so... Just so I want to start off with like puppy tips, puppy training tips. But before that, I want to give a little backstory on Larry. So we got Larry at nine weeks old and it was when we were in college, like we were young. We had no idea what to expect with raising puppies. And it was every bit as chaotic and crazy as you could expect that it would be. We literally thought we were going to have to like return Larry, which we on 
obviously wouldn't have actually done, but we were just like so overwhelmed by how crazy and just like chaotic it was to raise a puppy. But of course now, like we wouldn't change anything at all. Larry is literally the best thing that ever happened to us. We are obsessed with him. He's so sweet and perfect and nice. And then we just got our second puppy, Tony, and he, like we already said, is six months old. And so he's just finally starting to be a good boy. However, <laughs> uh, we have cameras inside our house. So Jay usually comes home at lunch to bring the boys on like a quick little walk and just like bring Tony out because it's not too far of a drive and because Tony just like is insane. So we were, Jay checked the cameras the other day and realized that what you t- you can tell the story. What's the little thing you pulled out? He we keep him in a hallway because there's nothing he can destroy. So he has like his bed and then his toys and then it like blocks off at the end of the hallway. So he has some room. Yeah, we and, have a gate at the end yeah, of the hallway. And I checked the camera and the only thing in the hallway is the vent to our HVAC system with the air filter in it. And he somehow unlatched the gate, ripped the gate off, and then was eating the air filter, which we obviously freaked out because the air filter is uh fiberglass so i had to fly home it quickly like come in he i thought he ate a bunch of it it looked like he did but then over the next few days because i called the vet and they said you can't really do anything for it because if he throws up it could cut him if he if we give him something to make him have diarrhea it could cut him so we just fed him some binding foods and waited and luckily nothing happened but it was a could have been a very bad scenario yeah so things like that um we had a metal gate and Larry is like terrified of the noise of it. He literally ducks and like hides every time he hears just the slightest jingle from that gate. So we decided to, oh, actually, no, Tony broke the gate because <laughs> he freaking pushed it over and it broke. So things are not all butterflies and rainbows, but just to get paint a little picture. Um, so we ended up buying a wood gate for aesthetic reasons and also for like uh, rattling reasons for Larry. And then Tony chewed the wood gate. So yeah. this is not to like be like the people who are like, our dogs are perfect and, and we never mess up. Because obviously Tony is still a little puppy and he does bad things still. But that's just the life of a puppy. You can't expect puppies to be good all the time, even though obviously it sucks when they're bad. But they're still just little babies. You and- need to think of like when you get a puppy, it is a long term investment. And all the work that you put in is what you're going to get out. Like if you get a dog and I see this with most people our age and my friends, like you get a dog and then they just think like, oh, well, I'll have this awesome dog. And maybe they didn't research the breed. Like if you get a lab, you have to know that dog needs to be exercised tremendously. Like there, if you want a lazy dog, maybe get like a little bulldog and then you'll have the idea of like, oh, I don't have to do too much. But like when we got labs, I don't think we had fully understood. And I'm happy we got them because they're my favorite breed, but like you need to be constantly exercising there's so many things so it's like you need to know you're gonna get what you put into a puppy and you really need to put in a lot of work yeah and so let's just get into the puppy raising tips so the first thing that our vet told us is like the biggest thing and obviously google told us and we did this with larry and that is crate training crate training is so important it helps potty train and it helps It just gives the animal a little space that they feel is their own. So it gives them like a little safe space. One thing about dogs is that they're not going to pee or like go to the bathroom in like their home, like their shelter. They like to they like to have a small space that they can like rub their scent all over. They want their fur (laughs) all over. It's like if you ever look up a picture of like a wolf den, 
they pat down the area they sleep in and then they purposely like shed their fur into the area they sleep in. So you got to think of a crate like that. Yeah. So crate training obviously helps just contain them and keep them in one spot during the day when you're at work or whatever. But it also is just really helpful for potty training. And Jay, I don't know if you want to talk about your schedule, about how you train Tony to yeah. go to the bathroom. Yeah. When you, If you get a young puppy, like if they're typically it's nine weeks when you get a puppy you could be younger we got tony at six but that was just because there was problems with his his mom got sick um but when you get a puppy i mean pretty much every hour on the hour they have to go out maybe more frequently anytime they eat they have to go out they wake up they have to go out like it's constant so i mean it's going to be harder if you're in an apartment kaylee and i experienced that with larry luckily now with tony we have a house with a fenced in backyard so it was much easier but with puppy training i mean it it's a lot of patience like there's they're not gonna understand for months that they shouldn't poo or pee in the house like for yeah, them it's, it's just overwhelming and they just go which is why the crate training is like so important mm-hmm. but um like we had a thing where just to show tony when you go out and go to the bathroom like right after he ate we would bring him out to go to the bathroom as soon as we took him out of his crate we like would run to bring him Mm -hmm. to the bathroom because he just wouldn't go to the bathroom like i said in his crate but we also had to show him like okay this is like the purpose of going outside is to go to the bathroom so like if he already has the urge to go to the bathroom then he's gonna obviously naturally do that um another thing with puppies for potty training is puppy pads are actually very not bad for like their health but really bad to give them because once they start feeling softness on their feet and relating that with going to the bathroom then it's going to be really hard to house train them because like then they'll then they'll go on a carpet or on like on a blanket or something because they feel the softness and that triggers their like urge to go to the bathroom um the only caveat to that though is like so when you get a, a young dog, and we didn't know this, and we got Larry, and we lucked out, but like when we got Tony, he had only gotten his first round of vaccinations, and so at that point, their immune system is very weak. They're very susceptible to like uh, parvo, to adenovirus, to all these things that are just everywhere in the outside world that a vaccinated dog doesn't have to worry about. So use puppy pads at first, especially if your dog isn't vaccinated. Like if you have a fenced-in backyard that you are confident, like there's no other dogs have been in there. There's not going to be parvo or uh, adenovirus, which is usually in other dogs' poop. Then, yeah, you can bring them out there. But when we first got Tony, you have to be very careful of that. So you can use the pads as like an in-between of like, oh, I'm not bringing him outside yet for a few weeks just because I need to get him those vaccinations. You can use the pad, but just be very careful because once that habit is formed in their head, it's extremely difficult to break it. And you can but it's just going to be very frustrating for you. They're going to keep peeing in the house and it's going to take a while to get over it. Yeah, and obviously that just means it's going to make your own life worse. Yeah. The next thing that is very important to um, train puppies is to use the same words when you train. So instead of using stay, wait, and halt when you want them to stay, just say stay over and over again because it's going to like keep things concise. Obviously, once they're adults and they pick up on things, like they'll probably get it. Like Larry has like a huge vocabulary. <laughs> He's just so smart and just like gets things. But like if you're trying to train a puppy and you want to go outside, like don't say potty outside. Like don't say like the one thing that you want him to learn and that'll make things way way easier for yourself. Um and they're then- also not hearing the word. They're hearing like the way you're 
the inflection you're using with those tones so it's like that the importance if you read like any training book which i highly recommend if you get a dog there's books about every breed and how to train them like i bought a book about labrador retrievers and learned based off that and i mean youtube there's an endless amount of resources but yeah and again too it's gonna obviously be work to read a book but it's gonna take a lot more energy yeah no it's gonna take a lot more energy if you don't read the book and then you have the trials and tribulations of trying to figure out what makes this breed work mm-hmm. like it's it's just gonna make your life so much easier if you yeah, just don't freaking think do you'll the research. just figure it out like you're yeah. not gonna just figure it out like there are people who have dedicated their whole lives to learning how to train dogs and it will be it's unbelievable the difference it makes in it's obviously it's not gonna be like this quick little thing like the training it takes weeks like the the dogs are smart, but they're not that smart. So it's like the repetition is what's important. And with mm-hmm. Larry and Tony, it's like I keep doing these things every single day, every single day. And then all of a sudden, it just becomes their nature. And then it's like you don't have to worry. But like I don't have to tell Tony, hey, make sure you tell me when you have to go to the bathroom. He just goes. He sits at the door. He looks at me. I know. Yeah, he like, developed the routine. Yeah. Um, and if you want to be better than us, you can train your dogs in German. <laughs> oh, well, that's a mistake J- we made. But- yeah, no. It's not a mistake because we don't speak German. So, like, we couldn't just pick up German when training our dogs. But Jay said that it's best to train dogs in German, allegedly, because it's a. Only if you're an English speaker. The re- what about okay. if you're German? Well, then you could. The reason I said German is because I listen to a trainer say, if you're an English speaker, the most the the most different sounding language is German because it has no like Latin base to it really. Which I mean, I'm not a linguist. I might be wrong, but it sounds very different. <laughs> so a lot of trainers will train their dog in German because they're, you're never gonna mistakenly say a training word. You're never gonna say Gutenschnagen. Yeah, made that word accident. up? Not a word. Gutenschnagen hey. is a word no, for sure. No, it's not sure. made it up. Also, hey, Guten? I work for a German company. Let's be respectful. Okay, okay. Minel. <laughs> okay, probably the most important thing, the most overlooked thing is walks. We bring Larry and Tony now, obviously, on a walk every single day, at least one, but Jay comes home at lunch and walks them, and then we walk them after work, too. So they're actually getting three, like, regular-sized walks a day, and then on the weekends, we bring them on, like, two walks, but one will be, like, a wicked long walk, and the other one will be, like, a a little neighborhood walk. But, again, if you feel like your dogs are always being bad but they also sit in the house 24 7 you need to remember they're an animal and they need exercise and walks are the best way to do it and walks are also just so good for you it's like and I I actually talked about this in last week's episode one of the good habits that just like has made my life so much better is walking especially right in the morning but if you're not exercising your dogs and letting them release their energy, like they're going to chew things. They're going to do things they shouldn't do, obviously. Especially <laughs> like, when they're puppies, like they, they're children. Like, have you ever met a kid who doesn't like to run around and play? Like, they're the same in that sense, and you need to treat them that way. I think so many people act like their dogs don't need to exercise, and that's why your dog is destroying everything. It needs to occupy its mind. And, like, this is the best way to get them to be calm and content. Like, they're animals. They yeah, need and, this energy. Out. And also, it's just so sweet how much they love to, like, sniff and just, like, take in the neighborhood. Like, sniffing is a huge sense for dogs. Like, that's one of their main, like, things in life. So, 
it's it's just so important for them to get to sniff and mm-hmm. like be in the neighborhood and getting used to like seeing other dogs and hearing cars and like seeing people it's it's just all gonna lead back to their behavior being better mm-hmm. and again obviously walks are work but it's like if you can't like do a walk every once in a while then it's like if you don't want to walk your dog, the best thing for your dog. So buy maybe a breed you shouldn't get a doesn't. dog. Maybe maybe you need a cat. Yeah, or buy a breed who doesn't need walks. Yeah, a uh, a bulldog. <laughs> there's a or bulldog. Or just a tiny dog. There's a bulldog in our neighborhood, and like he has a two brothers and sisters. One's like a a little like shiba inu or something something and then the other one is a pug and they'll be like barking at everyone and the bulldog just sits there as if it doesn't have a care in the world and just like chills like it's so adorable or (laughs) get like a great dane (laughs) yeah some dogs well great they're huge they just don't but they don't want to walk a lot they don't want to do anything they want to walk all right but the walk segues perfectly into the next thing which is it's also very important you have toys because mm-hmm. not only does your dog need physical exercise, they need mental stimulation. Mm-hmm. One thing about Larry that we did apparently right, we didn't realize we were, but so when Larry was a puppy, anytime he chewed anything bad, we would obviously yell at him, but then also give him a toy that he can chew on immediately because like they're going to chew. Like Chewing is like very important for dogs. It helps keep their teeth clean and it also just stimulates them mentally. Um, so like we would always just like take away whatever bad thing he was chewing and replace it with like a good like a toy that he can chew on and now Larry has like especially for a lab I feel like this is pretty rare Larry has no interest in chewing things that aren't toys at food. all he's, <laughs> like, he's the most well-behaved yeah, dog he's I've ever so been good about chewing tony obviously is a puppy right now so this is something we're working on <laughs> and like i already mentioned he chewed the wooden gate he's already and he he ripped his bed and he got the vent and like all this crazy shit but he's again a six-month-old puppy and so we are working on this mm-hmm. and we just we will not be settling for dogs who do chew things mm-hmm. like they're not I'm not having my house destroyed for dogs because I know that I don't have to. Like, it doesn't have to be this way. You can use, like she was saying, with uh, giving them a toy when they're chewing. It's like, it's positive reinforcement. Or when Larry's doing something, you want to be like, hey, don't do that. Here's what you should be chewing when you have this urge to chew, which they're gonna. Like, that's how they get a lot of their energy. They also want to clean their teeth. Like, it's all the mental stimulation for them is chewing. So, you just need to reinforce these are the things you're allowed to chew in the house. These are the other things that you're not allowed to chew. And there's going to be a lot of gray area because they're going to think that, oh, this piece of wood is like that bone. You get like It's going to take a while for them to really parse these things out in their head. But as long as you're consistent and use that positive reinforcement constantly, then that's going to eventually get you the result you want. And it's not going to be quick. Like I feel like I'm saying this again, but you need to understand that training is you're investing in that dog. Like Larry didn't really come into the form of like the service dog who can go to the airport and be off leash and be behaved until it was probably almost two and a half years yeah i'd say he was at least two like yeah which obviously he was good before then but like he became like supremely good after like they grow into the dog you're training them to be the next probably biggest category is food so i'm gonna let jay take this over for the most part because jay cooks the dogs fresh food every week which is amazing but before that i just want to bring it up that dogs just like humans are beings of the earth so it makes the most sense for them to eat 
fresh whole foods to fully get like all the nutrition they need a lot of kibble has the bare minimum so like yeah the the dog is being able to sustain life but like things could be a lot better so that's why jay makes fresh food and um he'll say like what he does and everything but again as a disclaimer all dogs are different we're not experts so we're gonna tell you what we feed our dogs but we're not saying that you should give your dogs exactly this so take it from here jay well so i'll i'll start with a little caveat like kaylee was saying like talk to your vet about this i've been very open about like really talking to my vet about these things and i've talked to vets who believe that this is the right choice i've also talked to vets who say if you're feeding them good kibble which there are brands and you should look into these like we the kibble we do give them because we don't give them just fresh food we do a mix is we give our dogs royal canin and it is a labrador specific food and the reason we went with royal canin is they're one of the only there's six dog food companies i only three off the top of head are royal canin purina and hills those are the only ones who have a board certified uh group of nutritionists making the formulas for these dogs so it's important that you find a dog food company who is going to be doing this and i understand a lot of these oh tony's sleep barking um a lot of these are more expensive, but I think it's worth it if you really do want your dog to be healthy. So with that said, I started to research into fresh food and there are not a ton of studies on this like there are with kibble, but I saw companies like Farmer's Dog and that's other, there's another one I think called like Yum or so something. So actually we found recipes online from dog food services and we just co- like copied what yeah. theirs is because you can take like a quiz and then it'll tell you like if like if you say like you have a lab and what age they are their activity level and so it like kind of like gives you like a little recipe that you can make for your dog so you do i'm not saying out, to do that but like but that's what we did it's gonna give you and it, it does take some work it's gonna give you percentages so you need to look up and so the way that i base our food is like their protein is the main thing as i know a lot of people are like oh you got to feed your dogs vegetables and fruits yeah you can give them some of those things that's great but the literature on their nutrition they're they're like carnivores they need meat like you can't and there's a lot of people like oh they're just as healthy they're not like you need they're wolves they need to eat a lot of meat Mm -hmm. so i feed them predominantly protein a lot of services will tell you to rotate the protein from what i've talked to with and i would say five or six vets now have told me do not do this the dermatologist will tell you this will cause your dog to have skin issues because all these meats have such a varying source yeah and then obviously you can't tell like oh what's the thing that's causing this rash Mm -hmm. because you're just constantly rotating yeah so we ended up picking turkey because it's one of the best in terms of fat content you do not want to be feeding your dog like you know when you go to the store and you see a thing of beef it says 80 percent lean uh 20 fat like that's way too much fat for a dog like if you're going to be buying something you want to at least be up until like the 90 percent may i mean you can probably do 85 to save a little bit of money but i would suggest above 90 percent lean um so i do mostly protein i also do uh some carbs so i do sweet potatoes or a regular potato well i'll try to do sweet potatoes most of the time because they're healthier then we do some sort of like legume like either lentils or chickpeas then i do some spinach because that is very good for their skin carrots or i'll rotate that maybe with cauliflower or broccoli but with those you be a little careful because it can upset their stomach so just do your research. There's plenty of mm-hmm. outlets for you to find. And I think what we're going to keep doubling down on is like you need to actually research and learn about your dog. Like th- it took me probably a few months to kind of figure out 
how I wanted to cook their food and like what I wanted to put in it. And a lot of it was like measuring out by the gram and then figuring out what's the right amount and what are good ratios for them. And then sounds gross, but monitoring your dog's like bowel movements. Like I actually take very, I'm like regimented in looking at what Larry and Tony's poops are like, because it's important. Like if your dog's having diarrhea all the time, that's not good. Like you need to get that figured out. Your dog needs to be having consistent poops. And also on the other end, they can't be constipated all the time. Like, you want them to be as healthy as possible, and dialing in this food is super important. Yeah, and so on top of giving them fresh food, so this is what a format of their food looks like. We give both of them kibble, fresh food. We give them um, Zesty Paws salmon oil, which we really like Zesty Paws. We also give them like a multivitamin from Zesty Paws. And then we give them bone uh, water and bone broth mixture just for some like nutrient, but also just for like some spice in life to also make it like a little bit more flavorful. It's supposed to, the reason is supposed to be for their brain. I guess something about bone broth is really healthy for the myelin sheath. Yeah, and bone broth is brain. healthy for humans and like very healthy but we obviously go for like low sodium and everything avoid Um, salt for dogs at all costs yeah so like when jay's making their fresh food obviously he doesn't add any salt or anything like never add salt it's so bad for them um and then for extra hydration we where'd you find this the bone broth water oh well i just was reading online that one of the causes for dogs having just like general health problems is like they're dehydrated. A lot of dogs are super super dehydrated. Just so like humans. one thing to make them drink more is to give them a bowl of water with like a little like a few drops of the yeah. bone broth Don't and like obviously just the taste like they're gonna be like oh fuck yeah so They'll they're gonna the drink it <laughs> and that's just a nice way to like kind of get them uh, hydrated up. Well, and like you can talk to your vet about this, but if your dog's peeing and it is a bright yellow, that's not healthy, just like it's not healthy for a human. So I try to go out of my way and like we're dealing with this right now. Like right now, Larry has a UTI. So yeah, we noticed the other day Larry was peeing blood and we're like, what the and fuck? And it was very scary at first because yeah. that can mean a lot of things. We lucked out in that it was a UTI, not something more severe. Yeah, but so we brought him to the, vet to the vet and they gave him antibiotics and just said he seems dehydrated. So like we, mm-hmm. we started to like make sure we're giving him more of the bone broth water um we also give them filtered water which probably sounds extra af to, it's not to if most you have people, a brita. but we just have a brita that we keep on our countertop right next to the sink and we just fill their waters all the time and i just think that's important there's a lot of plastic in the tap water so just you can look that up if you want i'm not getting into it because i don't know enough but there yeah. is so okay and then the next thing i wanted to talk about is fashion obviously and then the last thing for eating that i wanted to mention is if you have bigger dogs especially it is not good for their digest digestion to eat like by facing yeah. all the way down so buy like an elevated thing for your dog's bowls to be on so that they cannot be like literally like looking down while they're eating and they can just be eating at a normal level they for their throat standing. and their digestion yeah. that helps a lot so that's that's the last little thing i wanted oh, to add real quick i just remembered uh try very hard if you feed your dog do not let them go do intense exercise after eating with a full stomach oh yeah and also because we have labs and they eat so fast mm-hmm. we have those like puzzle bowls and our dogs went from literally they could inhale their bowl of food and like 30 seconds Mm -hmm. to now it takes them both like six minutes to eat which is fast but still like pretty slow compared to what they were eating so i couldn't recommend one of those puzzle bowls more more like it has made such a huge difference um and obviously just because 
choking and like flipped stomach i had my my first dog as a child actually died because they had a they got like the twisted stomach so that's just something that i'm like a psychopath about now (laughs) so we'll literally feed them and then wait like put a timer on for a whole hour so that we don't walk them right away like we're crazy people anyway the next thing i wanted to talk about for dogs is the fashion um Larry is a tank like he just is so strong and dense like everyone who sees him he's not a fat lab but he's a just like a big lab he's extremely like extremely athletic he's a big boy he's he's a muscular guy mm-hmm. he's a linebacker um which we were told when we got him the the guy the who sold him they were like the, he is the, by far the biggest yeah puppy. so he has broken multiple harnesses by like pulling when he was mm-hmm. a puppy so weirdly and this worked out for me the best. Um, I found Wild One. I'm sure you've seen it. If you're on Instagram, you've obviously seen Wild One harnesses. It's in Target they, now, so you've seen it. They do have some at Target, and they have some at Petco, I think. Yeah, they have a bunch. PetSmart or Petco, I can't remember. Both. No, it's just one. Um, <laughs> it is just one. It's it only a matter. one. Anyway. Doesn't matter. Um, Wild One harnesses, for some reason, have been the only harness that Larry has not been able to break, and now he doesn't really pull anymore, so it's fine. But like, I was gonna say the caveat is that he's so oh, well behaved. You now. really love the word caveat today, don't you? You do said, you, oh, do you want to lie to the people? Because I think it, the people, I, I you said caveat too many times. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, the thing is, is yeah. that. Larry used to pull a ton and when he was breaking harnesses and then he became the training paid off and now he doesn't pull at all and so we really don't know like maybe your dog might break one I don't know okay well or also maybe wild one is magical the second you put it on your dog's like I don't pull anymore and that's a fact anyway they are kind of expensive but they are so aesthetic like Larry and Tony are they're dripping when they walk next to each other Larry has a blonde themed wild one harness and tony and collar and then tony has black with a black collar and they just look so cute they have so many colors for wild one i literally wish i could have like one of every color because they're just so aesthetic and we always get compliments on the look of the harness they do look great i will say the harnesses are great the collars are great the leashes are terrible okay we had one leash that broke and we never tried Uh, no but i'm saying that type of leash at least for me not a fan well i'm gonna get to that part jay no anyway so love wild one aesthetically and then for a leash jay um we've had a kong leash for larry for years now like it i mean it needs to be replaced just because it's so old and ratty looking now it's great but it has been like it's like a rope leash it's been the best leash ever and um actually today we might be going to get a new one (laughs) i would just say when you're looking for a leash what i found the ones that break are the ones that aren't relying on metal holding and it's the ones relying on stitching all the ones that broke us the point that tears is like at the end it will be a loop that isn't like twisted over itself and they either glue it or the metal goes through the rope it will be the stitching eventually breaks. So at least if your if your dog does pull, don't buy a stitched leash. Yeah. So Kong has really good leashes and products and everything. Um, and then, oh, we have super cute dog sweaters from American Eagle. They're like so Sherpa pointless. and no, they're cute. Larry's so adorable in them. Yeah, but he hates them. <laughs> He's so cute when I wear them. Also, um, it, just dressing your dog up it. No, it's not. in a chilly winter day, Larry needs okay. a little sweater. Um, okay, 
So that's the fashion of it all. And then the last thing that we wanted to talk about is the health care. Like, not, not like food and stuff, but like actual like healthcare resources. So right before we got Tony, we signed up for the care credit card. Highly recommend, couldn't recommend it more. We had so many vet bills with Tony at first because he had like a rash and like all this stuff. And then also his vaccines and like all of his first like puppy appointments. So we got the care card and literally we've probably spent like twelve hundred dollars on the freaking card so far so oh, way more which would have been like yeah, all been money that we had to like cough mm-hmm. up up front so it's been so nice and it's also just a nice peace of mind to know that like if something happens like you do have that care card mm-hmm. like it's just and they there. give you a great uh window so like when you pay say like when i was just in the vet the other day i spent like 400 bucks i pay it they give me a printout that says your new statement you have six months no interest and then this interest kicks in and so like it gives you time to pay with no interest which barely any credit card companies are doing right now yeah so the care card is huge especially if you have multiple dogs things can get expensive um, so the care card is awesome. Another thing that we are looking into is the pet best health insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently the younger and healthier you insure your dogs. So this makes sense. The cheaper your rate will be. And what was, what were the quotes we got? The quotes I got in pet best is just who I found because I found a, the company who's kind of partnered with the care card just so for like ease of use between the two, there's plenty of good ones. Lemonade's really good, but I was looking at Pet Best and I was able to get quotes for I think it was Larry was twenty nine bucks a month and Tony was twenty four and it covered every possible thing that could happen. And the only thing I would be paying for is their regular vet visits, but like emergency accidents paid for, any sort of hospitalization paid for, cancer, cancer treatment, like really anything you can think of that would go wrong with your dog, they will pay for. Yeah, so that's really good. Obviously, again, do your own research on that. Um, another thing that a lot of vets do, especially we use this with Larry when we were living in our college town, they had a wellness plan. So you could pay like whatever amount a month. I think it was like 60 bucks. 68. Yeah, it was like 68 bucks a month. $68 a month. And that covered his um, neutering. Covered it, everything. It covered yeah. his vet visits, like vaccines. So that was really nice. Again, if you don't want to have like surprise mm-hmm. $100 yeah, like we would go to the vet and it would be like five bucks. Yeah, and so that just was like really nice, especially as like college kids at the time. Mm-hmm. Like that just helped a lot with like the financial pressure of having puppies. Um, so that's look for a vet who has that. And also, I just want to note too, if you are just as crazy about your dogs as we are it is so worth it to find a vet that you love we mm-hmm. have been to so many vets in nashville looking for one we finally just found one and i'm gonna shout them out Anamalia in franklin tennessee they are it looks like a sanctuary when you go in it's like this gorgeous building it doesn't feel like a sterile like vet at all Mm -hmm. the people are so nice it is expensive like it is but they genuinely care about yeah they care about your dog and like that matters because we again went to so many different vets here and like some people are just like idiots (laughs) like they just don't care about the animal at all like and I'm I'm like who gets into being a vet who doesn't have like this genuine passion for animals Mm -hmm. but um yeah find a vet that genuinely cares and that you love because it really just makes the whole experience like so much better and yeah that's all i have to say um like i mentioned 
Larry has been through a tornado, so he has had, like, PTSD and anxiety ever since the tornado with, like, loud sounds or weather. We got him not pot, um, like, the dog CBD, and it, I think it helps. It makes, it feels like he seems a lot more calm when he has it, so. It works for flying, too. When we were flying with him, it made a big difference. Yeah, or, like, road trips. Oh, who would I be if I didn't mention this? Get your dog. Pause this episode right now, go on Amazon, and get your dog a seatbelt. It is so important to have a dog seatbelt. Like, dogs, obviously, if you were in a car accident and your dog was just loose in the car, it's, like, so easy for them to die from internal bleeding because they obviously don't have any sort of bracing mechanisms. It doesn't even have to be a big accident. You can get into, like, a fender bender going, like, 30, and your dog might die. So Yeah, so just get your dog a freaking like 10 bucks seatbelt it's so important larry and tony both have one and i just like literally for a whole 16 hour car ride when we drive from tennessee to massachusetts larry tony hasn't done it yet larry stays in his harness and he stays buckled Mm -hmm. up the whole time because it's just not worth i would just like never be able to live my with myself if we got in a car accident and we were obviously wearing our seatbelts so we were fine and then like larry died because he just didn't Mm -hmm. have a a seatbelt on like that is if if you even listen to one thing, get a seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> it's be, so important. Be an adult, get a seatbelt for your dog. Yeah. So, oh, and then the last thing that I have written down are dog puzzles. So Jay listens to this or watches this dog, Bunny. He's obsessed with her. She, like, communicates through a puzzle. Like It's, she- it's the most amazing thing ever. Just go to the Instagram, what about Bunny? This dog... <laughs> asks it's to the point she asks about what her dreams mean to her owner yeah like she hits buttons and like you've probably seen her honestly if you you follow it is really cool so that made us look into like okay can we get like some sort of stimulating mind game for larry and we found this little puzzle game thing that you put a little treat in each like slot and then they have to learn how to either use their nose or their paws to get it at first when we got this game for larry he was so chaotic like he was just trying to like basically flip it over and just get it all out but then once he figured out like oh i can use my my paw in this way and i can use my mouth in this way to get all the pieces out it's so adorable to see he's like so nuanced and can just like perfectly like open the little slit and (laughs) like it's just like so cute to watch and he has such a fun time like when we ask him if he wants to play his game he gets so excited so if you want and care about the longevity of your pet, then little things like that are like going to go a long way. And that's why we're doing God's work today, doing this episode. So I hope you guys liked this episode. Jay, do you have anything to add? No, that was it. I hope this helped you. And if you're thinking about getting a puppy or if you know someone who's thinking about getting a puppy, send them this episode and... Give your pets extra snuggles and have a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you for listening to a beautiful life podcast. If this episode brought you any value, it would be so amazing if you rated, reviewed, and shared the show with a friend. Let me know what you thought of the episode at a beautiful life podcast and connect with me at Kaylee Karcher underscore. Thanks again for listening and have a beautiful day.